Hello and welcome to I Am Not For Everyone. I am your host, Dr. Lee, and I'm going to be running the alphabet each and every episode and picking a super juicy loaded word, giving you all my thoughts from my perspective as a biracial mom, wife, trauma professional, business coach, and doctorally prepared nurse. Look, nothing is off limits in these episodes. We're going to talk about sex, money, health, relationships, all the things. And I'm likely going to drop a lot of F-bombs. So if that's not your style, this is the point you're going to want to exit. If it is, though, I'm super stoked that you're here with me. And I hope that through these episodes, you start to realize that you're not for everyone either. And that's a really fucking beautiful thing. So sit back, relax, and let's have some fun. Hello, everybody. Welcome to I Am Not For Everyone. Today is our episode B is for bragging. And I'm going to start off by bragging right now because I have one of the most amazing bragging experts on the planet with us right now. So I'm going to let her introduce herself, Miss Julia motherfucking Wells. Hi, thank you for having me. I am a queen of bragging amongst other things. And I'm really excited that we get to talk about it. Yeah, so Julia is... An amazing pussy-based business coach, which I love because I say pleasure-focused. She says pussy-based. And I have learned so much from her over the last, gosh, almost a year now, really, Mm -hmm. and done so many things in my business, learning from her way of doing business, which is so not the normal bro markety gross (laughs) way of doing business that feels not very good for us female energy-identifying people in the planet. So Can you tell us, because I know a lot of the listeners are probably thinking, oh, bragging, because that was my initial thought when we talked about bragging. Oh, that feels really cocky and conceited and something I don't want to do out loud. I want to be humble and I want to be grateful and play off those things. So why is bragging such an important thing in our business? Yeah, I got introduced to bragging I think a year and a half ago for mom and Gina. And it's so funny because now I don't even think twice about it, but I remember, I think it's everyone's has that same kind of initial reaction when you hear about it. It's like, oh no, I was taught never to do that. It's one of the grossest things. It's ingrained in most of us since childhood, not to brag. And the virtue is being humble and modest, especially as a woman. Yes. So it's very counterculture. It's counterintuitive to how we feel and how we've been taught to take up space. And so as soon as this tool was taught, I latched onto it. And I love things that push people's edges. And I love to play at boundaries, especially around cultural conditioning, and especially as it relates to women. So I play with this in so many different ways, and, and we can totally get into it. But bragging is just a tool to take up space and it's a slightly different flavor than celebrations, than wins. I find that when most people are still playing that game, they're still playing it with the flavor of modesty, with being humble, of not wanting other people to feel bad. And it's not that brags are done to make people feel bad, but there is an unapologetic nature to the way that we share and do brags in community that it's more like it's your responsibility if you're triggered by my greatness, but my intention is to show you what's possible and to raise all of us to new standards and new levels together. Whereas wins and celebrations kind of 
And they have that flavor of smallness, individuality, and brags are like a collective lift up in my experience when done from the healthy side, not the shadow side. Yeah, I I can totally agree with that. I think, you know, wins and celebrations, you can kind of pass off as, oh, this person helped me do it. Or we were a team. It was a team effort. I know I used to, when people would be like, oh my gosh, you've done these amazing things. I'd be like, well, my husband stays home and my kids sleep through the night relatively well. And I would qualify it in so many ways and just bring it down instead of being like, I know, thank you. I am kind of crushing it right now. I'm bragging that. So what's one of the biggest hangups that you see women have around bragging? Is it this whole idea of taking up space? Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, so I think it's twofold. You can nail both of those as like, I don't want to make anyone feel bad. I don't want to take up too much space. I'm just going to kind of hang out over here in my corner where it's safe and cozy. And there's that feeling of not taking credit for things. And I think part of this is our tendencies as women to be more community oriented, but somehow that's also become a space where we slightly confuse what that really looks like Mm -hmm. (laughs) with individualism and giving away our power. So I think most people just really get stuck on owning how epic they are when every day there's thousands of messages coming at us about how something needs to change. And bragging just lets you own the things that are working. It doesn't mean there's not stuff you're still working on. It doesn't mean everything's perfect, but it gives you a chance to focus on the good stuff. And like one of those common played out sayings, is like what you focus on expands, but it's so true. And if you focus on the good stuff, and again, it's fine if you end up doing this through celebrations, bragging, winning, gratitude, whatever, but there's a different flavor to bragging that I find really pushes people outside of their comfort zone. And it energetically signals that you are ready for more. Oh, yes, yes. Because when I first started practicing bragging, I remember feeling like I was going to throw up when I posted mm-hmm. in, in your group and Visible AF, which is this amazing community that you've grown. And I just remember sitting there after I hit click and being like, oh my gosh, what are people going to think about me? They're going to think that I'm this conceited, stuck up bitch. I'm going to come across as someone that people hate. And I think it kind of, it triggered some sisterhood wounds for me too, because I think over the last several years, we're doing a lot better at practicing celebrating other women too and bragging for them or with them. But it really triggered this whole, okay, but are other people going to like me? And am I going to make someone else feel inadequate by pointing out how much money I just made or the sale I just got or the client I just landed? And so I kind of got used to doing it in your group. And then when I started doing it in my own Facebook group, it was a whole nother level. Right. Like, oh, great. Now I'm leading and I'm bragging. But what's so interesting is that I have women who will message me because I put up a post every week and I'm like, okay, if you're a brag virgin, like if you've never bragged in here and you don't want to make your own post, post below. Mm -hmm. And I'll have women message me, not post underneath. And they're like, I just really love reading them, but like, I'm not there yet. And I'm like, okay, how can we support you? So I love this idea of really stepping into this space of, yes, I did this and I get to be proud of this. And by being proud of this, it signals to the universe that I want more like this. Yeah. And what we can start to learn and teach and model is, if it's possible for me, it's possible for you. And when we hear other people's wins and greatness and celebrations and brags, 
we can be like, oh, well, if they created it, if that appeals to me, if that triggers me, there's something there that I want. And also creating the space for that to be true when other people read our stuff. And it doesn't always mean it is. We can get triggered by other people (laughs) and other people can get triggered by us. And it's actually okay. And I think that's one of the other pieces that comes with it is people are scared to trigger other people. And when it comes from a healthy, well-intentioned place, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think you may have to be in integrity and clean up something if you stepped on toes or you did something disrespectful or it actually caused harm. But there's, to me, when someone triggers me, I'm like, oh, that is a sign that they are being, doing, having something that I want that I have not let myself own or claim or whatever. And what a fucking gift, even if it's really uncomfortable of how that gift was packaged and given to me. (laughs) Yeah. I think you have a podcast episode on this, right? On jealousy and how when we see what other people have and we have that feeling come over us, that's an exciting moment to be like, oh, there's something here for me to learn. So I've watched you also, while you've coached me and I've been in your space, I've watched your space fucking explode. So (laughs) you have a wait list for what, a year now? Everything you're doing is, I'm bragging on you. Everything you're doing (laughs) is selling out right now. I remember you saying something to me, I think during a coaching call, where you said bragging is also a way to process and digest. Can you tell us a little bit more about that and how that has helped you get to where you are today? Yes, I'm so glad you brought this up because it's probably something I would have just like forgot to even name because there's there's so many good parts of bragging. The analogy I kind of always use is chocolate cake or substitute whatever you enjoy eating. I actually don't even like chocolate cake, but whatever. Here's my analogy. <laughs> You'll get it. <laughs> Chocolate cake is really good until you have too much of it. Anything you love to eat is really good until you have too much of it. And you know that feeling when something's just sitting on your stomach, like you went past that line of it feeling too good. And humans have that same tendency happen on an energetic level when good things are happening in our lives. And what we don't realize, because a lot of us don't really have good energetic hygiene, we're not taught about this, we don't really know how to work with it is that we'll start getting to the point where things are so good. And just like the chocolate cake, if you don't know how to digest it, you're going to either vomit or lay down and take a nap or never eat chocolate cake again or whatever your kind of thing is there. And good things can be the same, right? It's like, we'll start to self-sabotage. We'll start to do really weird habits. We'll peace out and disappear for a little while until it feels safe again. Instead of learning how to expand our stomach or our capacity for really good things. And also digesting as we do that. And so bragging for me has been that tool of if I own the really good stuff, if I'm witnessed in the really good things happening in my life or my business or whatever, it starts to digest it at a much faster rate. And I don't have to go lay down, take a nap, throw up, feel like hiding and disappearing or whatever our little tendencies are. And and so it's just one of those great tools to keep in your back pocket. And it's fine if at first it does feel terrifying or makes you nauseated or whatever. But when you start to do that, you'll really see you're naturally going to expand your capacity to hold really good things because it no longer subconsciously scares or terrifies you or takes you out of the game. You just throw a tool at it and you're like, oh, great. I digested. Now I can have more. And this is like a thing that I really attribute to how fast my business has grown is that I created safety around always being able to expand my capacity to receive, have, and hold things. Whereas most people will then push it away because they're not solving for the right problem, which is expanding their capacity. 
Mm. Yeah. I remember one of the first sessions you and I had together. This was the exact thing you brought up. And I remember this is before I knew anything about bragging. And it was always a, okay, I'm allowed to have enough, but never more than enough. Yeah. So it was expanding the container to allow myself to have more than enough. I think we talked about it in the setting of my bank account and having money in savings and not always just dumping the money towards debt or towards something else. And it was that processing and digesting pieces. I wasn't allowing myself to enjoy the new money coming in and the success coming in. And so I was exorcist style. I must force this out of my body immediately. And like all the unhealthy ways, pea green soup ways, right? And yeah, I love that chocolate cake. It's so perfect. So what would you say is the best first step for someone who's listening to this and there's like, I want to start bragging, but I don't want to go on my personal Facebook feed and like just start bragging to a bunch of people, right? What what are some good ways to get dip a toe in the water here? Exactly. It's not like when you find out how great being naked is, you have to run around in public naked. You could just spend a little more time on your own naked. I love the analogy. (laughs) I don't know where these are coming from. The chocolate cake is a new one. That, That one's just a new one for you guys. Find a safe space or a safe enough space for you to do that. And so I've curated in my Facebook group or your Facebook group, but even if you don't feel ready for that, do it in your journal or do it with a really close friend and just allow yourself to try it on, see how it feels and then keep trying. Cause it's just like any muscle you're going to flex at first. It's going to be awkward. You'll be sore and have like a hangover after because you stretched outside of your comfort zone but just keep trying it and see what you like. And also it's helpful to just name, to give yourself permission. It's okay if sometimes you border into the territory of sounding or feeling or looking conceited or whatever the thing is, right? People are always like, I don't want to make anyone feel bad or I don't want to come off as a certain way. And Well, permission to do that and find your edge because then otherwise you're not going to really know what it is and you're never going to play quite toward the scope of what you could do and how much space you could take up and how good it could be. So if you can just not make it a big deal, (laughs) then you're going to give yourself so much room to play there and just see what happens, see what you like, see how you feel and do it in a way where you're taking baby steps. And even if all this podcast does is plant the seed for you, (laughs) Yeah. That's fine. Come back to it when you're ready. Watch Lee's post for as long as you need to on Facebook, but just know eventually I'm going to try this. Yeah. It's that whole idea of, I, I always love this when there's something that I hear and I go, oh, I could never do that. I'm like, okay, brain. Awesome. So obviously we need to look at this, but also in the meantime, can we just allow it to be a possibility of something we think about doing in the future? Mm. And maybe I can just start to notice things that I'm proud of. If I were going to brag, these are some things I would brag about. And it's that whole neuro-linguistic processing coaching. You're basically taking the side door to your brain who's saying, well, I have nothing to brag about. Well, if I were to brag, what would it be about? The other thing is they don't have to be big brags. And I think this is something you'll kind of see me play with both myself and with other people is sometimes it's nice to just brag. Hey, I brag. I woke up. I brag. I put clothes on. I brag. I brushed my teeth today. I brag. I ate lunch today. And so brag on the stuff you are already doing, but I think it's just helpful to also see that it all counts. And so it doesn't have to be these huge acts of like, I made this much money and I have the most amazing life. And 
brag on those too. But as a woman, if you can give yourself credit for everything you do, again, what you focus on expands, you will naturally start feeling like you are enough, then you are more than enough. And all of these things are like, have a compound effect. And so it doesn't have to be a huge thing. So never, ever have an excuse of I have nothing to brag on. Cause I will kind of always force someone to find something that they could brag on. One of the other things I hear is that bragging feels scary because if I own all of the good things that then it's almost like I'm putting a sign out to the universe that I have all of these good things. And so then something bad's going to happen. Like the other shoe's going to drop. And I think it speaks to what you were saying around where your focus goes, your energy flows. But I know that that's a really scary thing for people to Mm -hmm. think like, well, if I really start to look at how awesome my life is and I start to make it more awesome and even better, then what happens when things go wrong? And am I calling that in? Totally. So I have a lot to say on this. One, I think you can also just decide you're not available for that to be a story in your life of like, I'm just not someone that's available to jinx anything or for the other shoe to drop. And I'll give you an example of what I mean by that. So it's not that I'm exempt from uncomfortable situations or bad things happening or whatever. It's that when they happen, I don't connect it to something that takes me out of my power and and me feeling good, right? So one of the examples I had for people, because I hear this come up all the time in business is I'm going to fuck something up with my money. I subconsciously don't want to make more money because I'm going to do something wrong with it. I'll get a huge tax bill. I'll get audited. I'll owe something, whatever that looks like. And I had a week in my business where I was probably having like the best month ever. I was in the middle of a big launch. I got audited. I got a parking ticket. Um, And there was something else weird that happened around money. And what most people would do is be like, see, it's too good to be true. I knew that bad things had to happen when good things happen. And I just simply am not available for those two things to be connected. I'm like, yeah, so what? Things happen. Like I'm a human having a human experience and I get to be very good and getting better at all times and just not link those two. And so we have to start to see where we do that. And that is literally up for interpretation. There's not a universal law that's like when good things happen, bad things happen. It's just a connection your brain has heard once stuck to and then has collected evidence for, but you could just change the way that you view it and then collect new piles of evidence on each side. So that would be my invitation. Disengage from that story being a thing that applies to you and then start to build safety in that. It's safe for things to be good. It's safe for things to get better and better. And then again, build that evidence, give yourself credit when it's true And if and when something negative happens, you're just like, oh, that's so weird. (laughs) I don't even know how this happened. (laughs) I didn't call it in. And that's what works for me if your belief system is slightly different. But why would I want a belief system that takes me out of my power? Mm. Oh, that's so good. It's such a valuable lesson that I learned from you. Because I remember, I think it was May. And I was like, I want to have a $30,000 month between all the things. And I was like, I'm bragging that I'm going to call this in because you can also mm-hmm. future brag, right? Which we didn't yep. talk about, but brag about the things that you want to have happen and really how you're going to show up to make that happen. And what was so interesting is the $30,000 month actually happened. But part of the way that it happened that I got $30,000 in my bank account was that our roof started leaking and came <laughs> in. And it was two weeks into COVID too, when everything was super uncertain and there was all these things. 
And at two in the morning, we have water dripping onto our bed. I remember going, oh, cool. So we just got a $7,000 check from the insurance company. And I remember you being like, but it counts. And also, <laughs> also, right. can, we, can we brag on the fact that there's so many good things around that? I bragged that we had really great house insurance. I bragged that the roof didn't fall on us while we were sleeping. I bragged that we were able to take care of everything. And I think sometimes that's a really cool thing to brag about is like, Mm -hmm. I brag that when things go wrong, I don't tell the story, but also that I handle it. And I just trust that it's all going to work out. Yeah. And like I said before, if you're listening to us and you're like, oh my God, (laughs) I could never get there. I'm so far away. Remember that all it takes is starting and figuring it out. And sure, we there's lots of things that play into this. You could easily be like, wow, Julie is just naturally one of the most optimistic people and I'm very white and privileged and all of these things. Not untrue. However, I've practiced this skill and I've gotten infinitely better at all of those things. And also doing them in a way, again, that leaves me empowered, that leaves me feeling like I have a sense of control in the healthy way. I really am in charge of how I feel. And that is the ultimate source of empowerment is anything could be happening around me and I'm going to choose how I feel. You are speaking my favorite language of responsibility. Yes. Shit happens. Sometimes it's our fault. Sometimes it's not. And no matter what, we have the capacity and the ability to respond the way we want. And it really elevates the beauty of bragging you're right. It's a way to really claim what happens in my life. I get to be in command of, and I get to decide how I feel about it at all times. And yes, I also don't want to make it sound like I'm not over here periodically throwing a hissy fit. Yeah. I was going to say, like, let's be clear. We also (laughs) feel the very real feels that come up with dealing with the state of the world or shitty situation that happens or trauma that we deal with or something, you know, that's going on. And it's like, feel the feels, but then remember you have a toolkit to come back into your power. And when you can do both of those things, truly you're living life on your own terms. Yeah. Mm. Oh my gosh. I just love you so much. Thank you so much for coming on here and really helping people see the beauty of bragging and having a way to get started with this. And so absolutely come in my group, come into Julia's group, Visible AF. And mm-hmm. we're out like, is that where you prefer people to find you? Or where where is the place that you want people to connect with you? If they're listening to this and going, I need more Julia. Yeah. So if you like podcasts, you can have me in your ear. I have a podcast called Wait WTF. Wait, what the fuck? It's about what the fuck? Why did no one teach me bragging and all of these other amazing things about doing pleasure and business together? Visible AF is my Facebook group. And then if Instagram is your jam, it's Julie motherfucking Wells. And there's lots of good resources over there as well. Well, thank you so, so much. And bye. Bye. There we go. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for hanging with me for today's episode. Be sure to head to the app store and leave us a five-star rating and share with a friend or two if you really enjoyed today's episode. And if you'd like even more content from me, then you're definitely going to want to check out my newest offering, the Pleasure Rebel Membership. This is a membership course unlike any other, and I am so excited to be bringing it to you all at a fraction of the price of what it normally costs to work with me. I always like to say that living a pleasure-focused life in today's society as a woman is an act of rebellion. So come practice your rebelliousness with me in the Pleasure Rebel Membership. Doors close April 5th.